Gabriel Garcia Marquez, Love, in the Town of Color. He allowed himself to be swayed by his conviction. The human beings are not born once and for all on the day their mothers give birth to them, but that life obliges them over and over again to give birth to themselves. Hey, this is Ali Ruskash and welcome to the AR Podcast. This is the AR Podcast. Music can take you places. That trip you have with your friends, the family gatherings, the first time you saw her, the first time he nervously came up to you to ask you for a dance, and the list goes on. Music can take you places you've never been before. All you need is the right song and a bit of imagination. And you're there. Christophe Rezaï instills memory with his songs. Memories you thought you never had become visible to you once you hit play. There's a word for what he does. Magic. Well, I'm honored to have talked to a true magician. Let's get this. So something that I've noticed in your music is that whenever I listen to it, it just instills memory into my head and even though I, I've never had those memories maybe before or, or like you know uh, based on the memories that I've had uh, maybe in my childhood uh, the soundtracks that you make come onto my memories and all of a sudden those become the soundtracks to my life all of a sudden so how do you do that how does that even happen uh, you know it's a very hard questions to answer because uh, this is your feeling of uh, about my music uh, that give you some remembrance of uh, different souvenir, but a, a lot of people told me. Uh, sometimes it's you know it's. Uh, um, for example, I think for the film, um, what is the time in your words? This film is based on souvenir and on a, a love affair between two people that knew each other before when they were child, and and uh, on the other side there is the. Um, uh, very important part for the director Safi Yazdanyan, who wants to yeah. do something on the, his own city, uh, Rasht, in the north of Iran, uh, near the Caspian Sea, which is so close uh, um, to uh, European cities on the uh, uh, belonging the, the the architecture and even the the weather the weather the weather of uh, you know uh, Gilan province is so close to European. Uh, weather with a lot of green uh, tree rain it's not like in the, the in the middle uh, of iran on the south of Iran, which is more desertic um and even the architecture you know the the, the roof of the house are so close to some places in in europe uh, this is a, a very very nice city and uh, well in this film uh, there is two two parts there three personages i think the the two mains no four the, the two mains with the mother and the city. The city is very important. And so the music is based on souvenir on this soundtrack. Uh, even the melodies that had been um, 
um, chosen by the, the director are some old melodies, uh, I can say international melody, you know, a word melody, like uh, one of um, them is, it's a Cuban melody, quizás, 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 in the film is quise, 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 translated in another dialect, in, uh, in a North um, Gilakil dialect. Um, and so, uh, if you refer to this soundtrack, yes, it's full of souvenir. But on the other side, um, souvenir for me is very important too. Uh, when even when I work on the soundtrack, movie soundtrack, which is well, it's a, it's a, a very um, how can I say directed creation. You know, when an artist can create by his own self what he wants. But when he works on a project like a movie. Uh, has a composer, perhaps in the other field of the cinema is the same, but as a composer, you have to adapt your creativity to the to the to the, the the music ordered by the director and ordered even by the rhythm of the film you know the the story there is a lot of parameter that you have to take in consideration to uh, to write music but uh, my first sparkle on the the, the creation, of the music is is not musical. Is is linked uh, to to life. Is linked surely to my souvenir. Is linked to the place where I live. Is linked to the people that I love. People that I ate. So um, perhaps it's, um, uh, one of the um, main um, characteristic of my music is. Uh, remembering to, to other people is giving, you know, a sense of remembering or something in the childhood. I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, it was crazy because I went, I did go to Rash with my wife and uh, my wife was sitting in the car and we were like, uh, we want to listen to some sort of a music, right? So as we we're going through Rash, I'm like, uh, let's just listen to uh, Kisa. And like, you know, she, she was like, you know, I think this is the perfect song for an occasion like this. And we were just going through this city of Rasht and we were just listening to that song. And it was the first time that I was going to Rasht. So I didn't have any memories with the place, but it just felt to me like I really did. And that was, that's the magic, I think, of your work. Uh, I think in this special case, it's more the magic of this melody, the magic. Mm -hmm part of this melody, you know, this melody, Kisas Kise, yeah. has been written in 1946-47 by a Cuban um, composer, yeah. uh, Osvaldo Fides. The, the arrangement that I have done in the film is not Cuban arrangement. There's no drums, there's no trumpet, there's no, you know, it's more, it's only one guitar and a, a string quartet. This melody has been sung by a lot of well-known singers like Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, just recently even um, Jennifer Lopez and Bocelli. Mm -hmm. A lot of people sung this melody. And I think in different language, I think this melody became international. It's even it's not belonging to Cuban and to Osvaldo Ferraz. The, this melody has a very powerful strength inside that uh, can talk to you as a, an Iranian listener. I think this is the power of this melody. In that case, I was only the servant of this melody. I just put a little, another um, arrangement, another close on it. But the main is the melody. The main is the melody. 
do it. I remember when I was talking with a journalist, he told me, why have you used a European music for this film, which is only on Rasht and Gilan? I told her, I told her look, I, I haven't used European melody. I have used this melody is far more far from Europe. It's on, on the other side of the world, on the other side of Iran. It's an international melody, so I think your judgment is not very, uh, very appropriate. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about her experience, but in my experience, it was an amazing, amazing soundtrack to, to a movie, which is um, one of my favorites, of course, of, of all time. I think uh, something with Safiya Zanian is that uh, he brings you into dreams and you don't even feel that it's happening. So I have a question for you. And uh, since uh, we were talking about uh, uh, Safiya Zanian's cinema, I, I want to ask you a question. Uh, do you have to watch the movies first and then um, make the soundtrack out of it? Or is it like, you know, um, the process of the director sitting next to you and then telling you what's going on? Well, um, yes, normally, uh, nowadays with all the good technical stuff that exists, you can see rapidly, even now, some of the movie, you know, they make it and during the shooting, uh, the different parts are uh, edited and uh, they can send it to you to, to see step by step the film. Uh, or to do something, to, to work on the sound or what on the music. Me, uh, I prefer to have the, the, the final, quietly the final rough cut to see all the, the globality of the movie and then talk with the, the director to, um, to know what he wants. And then I began to start alone after when I have some uh, study, I, um, I talk with the, with the director. In the case of, in that case of uh, this film with Sapi it was very funny because, well, we know each other for quite a long time with Safi. And uh, so our involvement together was not professional in the first time, you know, we, we, we know each other. Um, and uh, he asked me to play in the film, the movie. If you remember, I'm playing yeah. a little uh, role uh, in, in this movie. Very memorable, though. <laughs> it was great experience for me, but stop. I, I'm not an actor. <laughs> During the shooting, we never, never talk about the music. Never, never. I, I Because I was in a way, you know, I, I was thinking, I hope that I will work on the music of the movie, but I cannot, it's not my style to push, you know, the director to say, please give it to me. So uh, I was just... Uh, talking i was playing in this in this movie but but during these three or four days that we spent together he never talked about the music at the first time i think after that he he, he told me that at the first time he thought that he can use you know there is in this movie there is three melody like kisas there is uh, another one in title is historia de un amor and the other one is uh, um, black eyes which is from the russian to repertoire, traditional repertoire. So um, he thought, I think that he, he can use this three melody uh, to make the, the music in all the movie. But well, probably after that, he uh, he felt that it's not enough. So he asked me to work on it. And well, he gave me the, the cut of all the movie and then I began to work step by step with him.
I see. Uh, so it's, uh, I don't know what sort of an experience, because uh, for us, for, for the audience who are watching the movie, uh, of course, we watch it, we watch the final product, right? So we uh, listen to the song, we are watching the movie. So this, most of the times, it's the song that gets you. So you don't really have that filter, it seems like, you know, you have you watch the movie without any sort of a soundtrack on it. And I think it's, it's it must be a um, different experience uh, for you to, to watch a movie like that. Uh, <clears throat> to see because well you have to respect some rules when there is a lot of uh, sound in the movie well it can be obvious that you cannot write music or if you want to write music you have to to see what kind of sound you, ha you have on the movie just to find another range to the music um, I'm sure that the, the main part that I uh, like as prefer in this work is before writing the music before writing the music. When I talk to the director, when I see the movie, when I'm trying to develop the theme, you know, when I'm thinking about the, the what kind of instrument I want to use, what kind of melody, what kind of chords, what kind of even volume of sound, that depends on the movie. And uh, this is a very interesting because this is an, an ordered creation. You have to work for a project but you have to remain yourself as a composer you have to keep your you know your compositional signature normally every composer has his own signature his own sound his own way of thinking about melodies the challenge in the movie soundtrack is to <clears throat> to keep it but to be at the service of the the film and the the what the director wants you know because well, it's I, I well, it's it's an order. Um, so I was uh, watching uh, because uh, a few days ago I watched the movie uh, Suddenly a Tree. Of course, it's the uh, latest uh, Safiya Zania movie, and it was uh, again, it, it it really did touch me, and I really got emotional at the very end of it. I think I even cried, and I don't know if it was the um, uh, the effect of the movie or was it the effect of the soundtrack at the end. I can't really distinguish, but I know that it moved me. And I I saw now just now the the reaction of the people seeing this movie. The main I saying, oh, the first one was better. This one is not good, and uh, but some some people say well this one is most uh, personal is more personal uh, for safi um, this one is uh, is a um, compromise with you know some cynical scene and uh, there is some irony irony and uh, and uh, very deep uh, about the mother about the the, the the place of the mother in in this story and um, i loved to work on the soundtrack too on this really sure of course if, if i ever talk if i ever get to talk to safia zanian i would love to tell him how much of I've, i enjoy his work and it's uh, it's nothing like any other i'd say iranian movies that you watch i think i, I was uh, talking to uh, mr ali musafa on the on the first episode of the podcast and uh, we were talking about it we were talking about uh, how the movie um uh what's the time in your world is quite different to a lot of movies that we see uh, we watch in, in in iran and uh yeah so like you know even at that time for the movie what's the time in your world a lot of people had different interpretations to the movie a lot of people didn't really understand it but uh give it time i'm pretty sure like you know when you give it time uh, people will uh you know start to understand what the movie is all about and when i understood it it was I'm telling you, it was emotional, and it really, really got me. 
So uh, fine. Uh, so I, I, I wanted to, of course, start by asking you all, all about you, but then we went on to something that I love, which is movies, and I just uh, I think I just lost track. So um, you um, did go into the world of engineering, right? And then you kind of like you know you found your passion and you came back to uh, like you know music. I know that music has been an ever present. Um, like I'd say, figure in your life. But uh, what happened? Why did you go to engineering and then come back to it? Mm -hmm. uh, well, um, uh, I, I was born in France, in the south of France. And uh, when I was five years old, uh, my mother, she's French, and my father uh, was uh, French and Iranian. And uh, when I was five years old, we... Uh, decided to come in Iran, to live in Iran. So we came with my family, with one of my brother and my mother, my father. And so uh, I was living in Iran before the revolution between uh, five years old and 13 years old. I began, well, I, uh, in this place, in the place that I'm talking to you was my, my the, our family home. Mm -hmm. And now I have two little girls. Uh, 10 years and eight years old their, their own room is is the room that i had when i was uh, yeah. i remember that we were uh, listening uh, to a lot of music in our home when i was a child different kind of music classical music uh french music french chanson like uh, Léo Ferré, Jacques Brel, Edith Piaf, um, and even Persian music, classical Persian music too. So I think it helps me uh, to uh, understand and to feel the music very soon, even if uh, even uh, if I've, at that time I was not um, thinking about that. But surely I'm sure that uh, giving um, good music to young people. Um, make they, uh, their brain more clever to, the, to the, the understanding of the music and a lot of things, I think. I've started to play the piano here in, in, uh, in Iran from 10 years old until 13. Then we go to France and there, well, I, uh, I continue. I was in Razi uh, College here in, in, in Tehran. Then we go to France. I, continuing my study and continuing the piano even if my family love the music they i think they don't want that i um go on the field of of the music yeah. but me i love the music so i listen to the music i go to the piano and after the piano i quit it uh when i was a student then i go to to um singing in choir i began in, in university choir big choir and then i switch to Baroque music, Baroque and Renaissance music, which at that time it was in 1991, I think. At that time, you know, there, there was a very uh, specific interpretation of Baroque music. Some few people mm -hmm. uh, that are so well known and they try, they were trying to give another view on the music between the end of the 16th century to the 18th century, which is a yeah. great period. And uh, I have the chance to go in one of these choirs, which, which was a very uh, little choir. We were not more than 20 people. Uh, so it gives me the opportunity, you know, to, to be confronted to a lot of concert as a soloist, well, singing in, in a duet or trio or big choir with instrumentists, instrumentalists. 
and uh, I love that. I love that. And so, uh, in parallel of my study in 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 university, I have this great uh, chance to uh, to continue piano and to sing in choirs, so different style and and listening to music, go to concert. Then after my first diploma, which is an engineer uh, diploma of, um, I uh, work on hydraulic fields. I'm an engineer of hydraulics and thermodynamics. Then I applied because I, one of my characteristics is it's at, I don't know really what I want to do. So I'm trying <laughs> to find uh, horizon. So after this engineer, I don't want, I didn't want to work. I don't know. So I, I decided to apply to another um, another uh, field of uh, studying and uh, I go to a master of marketing uh, in Paris. There I continue in another choir, Baroque choir. And in Paris, there was a lot of uh, huge and interesting concert. So um, then I work in Paris. After this uh, master of marketing, I worked one year in Paris. It was in 1993. And then in 1994, I decided to come in Iran to um, I, I quit my job because it was commercial job. And I, I felt I felt that I cannot do that. I don't like it. So mm -hmm. I made a decision at that time and decided to come in Iran for five months, six months to see uh, what was here, because we had some um, my grandfather has founded a hospital in Tehran, which was one of the first psychiatric hospital in Iran. And my father was uh, managing the psychiatric hospital that belongs to us, to me and my uh, my brother. So I decided to come at this time to see what, what, what was Iran after, you know, 17 or 18 years far from Iran. I was very curious to see uh what happens what, what is even if i knew that it was not very very easy to live especially especially on the field of music because well in europe you have no problem on music but i knew that in iran it's a little more difficult to to study music and to go to the concert and even to produce me it's still difficult um but well i decided to come here um and after one month i um, met a lot of people that uh, became my friends, music, musicians, they were all musicians. And um, after really very soon, very soon, I realized that, well, I can stay here and go through the my passion, you know, because yeah. it was, that time it was easier to live here. Just 20 years ago uh, in Iran, it was, uh, now it's more difficult. Now it's sure. more like, in Europe, you cannot uh, stay two days that doing nothing because yeah. you have pay taxes. You have to do a lot of things. In Iran, twenty years ago, it was not like that. It was easier to live. As a, I was as a student because I, 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 at that time I, I was not married. So, uh, and I, after five months, four months, I said that well, I can do that. Just try it. Just try. Just. You, oh, I was in the flow of uh, meeting great people, great musicians. You know, in Iran, the the, in the artistic um, milieu is very is very uh, little. It's not big, 
So in a way, when, when you know, it's a, a very little word, you can reach the great people very rapidly. And I have the opportunity to meet a lot of interesting people. So it was very excited for me. Well, I started with, you know, um, advertising music, um, then theater, then, you know, short movies or documentary movies. So the, the strange thing is that I began to, uh, make music in a place where it was very difficult because music, you know, in Iran and uh, I quit all the other engineering and marketing. And <clears throat> this five or six months that I wanted to stay here became 20 years, 22 years, 26 years, 26 years, 1994. July 1994, I, I put my foot um in Iran, and I'm still here. <laughs> Very happy because I still have great experience now with the young generation of musicians, and we we have done a lot of things. I hope I will do a lot of things still. Now it's a little difficult financially for us, and uh, uh, well, let's see, let's see what's gonna happen. Yeah, I have no yet. idea how, how happy I am personally that you stayed. Thank God for that. What you are saying is important for me. You know, really, I, I felt it. When I get, you know, sometimes not bored, but tired of working, I go with my car and with my family, just 50 kilometers outside Tehran, you go in the desert, which is amazing place to, you know, to feed your, uh, your mental. I go to the north in the, in the, in the forest or Caspian Sea just two days ago. Uh, we had some friend at home that uh, coming from the south, the, the Persian Gulf, and we decided, I don't know if we're going to do that, but for Christmas, uh, if if uh, the, the confinement to travel is, is uh, stopped in, in Iran, uh, we, dis we wanted to go to the Persian Gulf to see Hormozgan, to see all of this uh, island that I know, and uh, Hormoz or Qeshm, and so so amazing places to really to resource yourself to uh, to meet uh, to meet people the amazing people amazing music um, even if we have that in Europe but here is still you know it's still uh, virgin it's still um, to discoverable you 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 feel you feel that you discovering something and it's it's amazing this is the power yeah. of Iran. It's uh, Iran is the most beautiful. Like if you go and start like discovering all the all the places, it's the most beautiful. Uh, I think my trip to Hormuz happened um, maybe like two three years ago, uh, but uh, it, it, I still have a lot of memories, and it's it's still one of those places that I really want to go back to, because as you said, it just it kind of like you know refreshes you inside like you don't really understand where it's hitting you but it, it is hitting some of the spots that needs to be hit so yeah uh, if if i if i had the chance and you're right if uh the, with the covid situation of course if the uh, restrictions were lifted then we could actually like you know travel to those places and uh, of course like yeah refresh yourselves uh, fine thank you so much for the uh, for the explanation like you know it was a 
a great explanation of your journey because it's been a it's been such a journey as as I can see. Uh, so I have a, I have um, a couple of questions more. Uh, one of them is, um, do you get do you think that you get influenced by uh, the work of um, other artists like you know um, uh, composers like um, Jan Tiersen, for example? I'm, I get inspired so much, and because they are really my admired their music composer. Um, French composer like Claude Debussy or Maurice Ravel. The thing that you are saying, Jan Tiersen, you know, um, I know his music. I cannot say I'm not inspired by him, but he's inspired by others too. Especially for the movie, you have some tools to make music. During these 50 years, we have we had a, a new way of music, which we call it minimal, minimalistic music, minimal music with composers like Philip Glass or Steve Reich from US. And this kind of music is very useful for movie because it belongs on, you know, chords that everybody knows. And so when when you hear something that you felt you have heard before, it's easier for you to listen. It's like a lullaby. When you someone's uh, singing a lullaby, it, you, you know this lullaby, so it's very easy to listen to it. So, because it's easy, it's a good tools to use in movies. You know, when you have a, 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 an original music that no one knows, an original music which is so different from the other music, the, the audience, they have to focus on the music, focus on the dialogues, focus on the on the meaning of the film. So it it's good. I think it's we have to do that. Unfortunately, nowadays, we are trying, you know, to do something that the audience is not thinking, just sitting, consuming without thinking. Okay. Yeah. So the, the, the easier way is to give him music that he knew before in his intentions mm -hmm. or a very poor story, but with a lot of sparkling, you know, uh, pictures and effect and... Uh, but that's why this this kind of uh, Jan Tiersen is very nice. It has nice sure. melody, but this kind of music is useful for for movie because it's mm -hmm. an easy list music. The beginning of uh, the music of Canaan, Canaan is like that, like a little Jan Tiersen. Uh, it's a, you know it's a chord progression which is cycling and then uh, again coming back and growing. Um, but the music of um, what's the time in, in your world is the same too. You know, it's based on very simple chord that everybody has listened. They don't know them because you are not a musical technician. The audience has not are not musician, but you have listened to this music, to this way of playing guitar and chord chords. Yeah. So uh, it's is easy to listen to. That's amazing. Uh, well, thank you so much again for the detailed explanation. And um, of course, my last question is going to be, uh, what do you think is going to be next for uh, Mr. Reza? Uh, he's, he's in the next just now. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I hope, I, so many years, I want to release the other soundtrack uh, on CDs or streaming. I, I didn't really uh, find the, the time to do that because some of them, the soundtrack, I want to work again on them. For example, there is a, a soundtrack of uh, A Dragon Arrived by Mani Hariri, yeah. which is a 
well, modern music, but um, in this movie, you know, you have a, uh, you have seen this movie. Have you seen The Dragon Arrive? Yes, yeah, yeah. The, if you remember, there is a, uh, and there is a scene of uh, czar ceremony in in the middle of the film. Czar is, mm-hmm. you know, is the, is the, vodou from the south of Iran. They are using music to to cure people mentally or other way. This is a really a, a medicinal music, and mm-hmm. this is a, the the like it exists in uh, uh, other place in the world. And um, the characteristic of this music, it's that it's play. It it is played for so many hours. You see, they are beginning they begin the rhythm slowly then the, the rhythm became more complex and more rapid and it takes a lot of time you know there is some ceremony that they can play four hours five hours six hours there is the idea of trance music in this music you know voodoo music trance music medicinal music you you have to 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 go inside the music and it comes with time uh, Times is is very uh, important, you know, uh, the the duration of the music. For the soundtrack of um, uh, for the movie Dragon Arrive, because you have the you know your film is one hour, so you cannot play more than one hours. Even you have a sequence sequence of the film sequence of the film which is two minutes. You have to do the music in two minutes. Yeah. When there is the picture and the music, you can feel it is more easier. But when there is only the music, two minutes is too short for that kind of music. So I have to work again on it to, to trying to reach this idea of you know trance music that you go uh, little by little on it. And uh, uh, this is the the one of the next that Christopher wants to do. I have some projects which are not uh, linked to the movie. Two years ago. Uh, I have recorded the very, 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 very great um, music, Baroque music, with two great uh, French musicians playing um, a very interesting uh, instrument called the viola da gamba, uh, which is uh, the it's, it's not the ancestor of the cello. It's, it's another. A kind of um, instrument played like cello between your mm-hmm. knees and uh, you know bow with a bow, and uh, this uh, instrument has an amazing, amazing sound. Uh, it belongs to the the Baroque area. Only he 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 stayed only for one hundred years, and after uh, no one used it. And and the way of playing this instrument is so close to the way of playing Iranian instrument. You know, you you take you uh, take the bow like the uh, of the kamonche like the gamba, or and uh, we have made a recording in Esfahan. Yeah. In uh, the great Chehel uh, Sotun, you know, really a, a sort of uh, challenge. Because it's very difficult to have the the uh, authorization to do that, and we recorded in that place, which belonged to the Safavi era periods, which is completely linked with the Baroque periods of in Europe. So it, this is a confrontation of music that has been written at the same time uh, when the Chel Sotun has been built, built, 
and uh, and we played we recorded another in another historical place which is uh, in a hammam in Esfahan, in a bath you know sure and uh, we mix baroque music with uh, persian ney so this is a huge project that I, uh, that i have to work on it to mix it to edit it to and uh, so i want i need time <laughs> yeah. i need time but unfortunately uh, nowadays it's very hard and you have to work to have money to live so uh, sure. i if i have the chance really i have the big chance to have worked now it's, it's one month two months before the fudge festival and normally it's the period well that time is different because of the COVID, but normally it's the period that uh, uh, suddenly directly forget the music and they call, oh, <laughs> I want music for my movie. Yeah, I see. Of course, it warms my heart when you say that, when you say that you have uh, projects coming up, that just, it's it's the best feeling for me as a fan that I know that, you know, I'm, I'm going to be definitely going to be listening to uh, your new work. That's going to be amazing. Thank you. So, uh, thank you so much. It's it's been uh, it, you are a hero of mine, <laughs> and uh, just to be able to talk to you, of course, uh, it, mean, it meant a lot to me. And um, it's it's been a pleasure, basically, sitting and talking to you. And uh, I, of course, I'm not going to get bored of talking to you, but I know that you've you're busy and uh, like you know you have a lot of things coming up. So, um, thank you so much for the time. It's uh, it's just it's beyond my uh, like you know i'd say <laughs> realm of understanding to... that was not very very good sometimes uh apologize for my but um it was a great pleasure to talk with you thank you thank to you. be interested in my music and uh, and really we were, uh, as i was saying uh, uh living here um because of the country and because of the people like you it's very important for me and give us as a give us, I think to all the artists, a lot of you know um, um, reason to continue to work and uh, to be uh, with you. That's amazing. Means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Thanks. Podcasts need to be listened to, and I thank you for your time. The Air Podcast can't go on without you. So, you listening to the podcast means a lot. I would like to thank Ordipesh Pastry for the support. If quality means a lot to you and you're a fan of delicious cookies and cakes, check out their page on Instagram at Ordibehesh Pastry. This has been Eli Ruskash, the creator of the Air Podcast. This was the AR Podcast. AR Podcast.